get in, losers. We're going podcasting. <laughs> okay, first off, I'm sorry. It's been a whole year since I have posted on Rita and Beep. Not my intention. Don't want to blame it on ADHD. But I do think an Adderall or a sniff of cocaine would have helped. Anyways, uh, I've been anxious to get back into podcasting. I miss it like crazy. And I finally got a podcasting mic again. But I am not in America with my journals. Dun, dun, dun. So instead of reading a journal entry today, I'm going to read you an article I submitted for Modern Love. For those of you unfamiliar with Modern Love, it's a weekly New York Times column turned book, podcast, and television show, just all about relationships, feelings, betrayals, revelations, etc., etc. And every year I submit a article because they take normal, every Joe, everyday Joe's submissions. And this was my submission for last year. <laughs> it did not get picked, and thank God, uh, because I, in the last few weeks, have got some major updates to this story um that you know what we're gonna read the article first and then we're gonna pick it apart but first a word from our sponsor just kidding guys i don't have a sponsor l o l i do this all for free on my free time all right without further ado broken rules for broken hearts i should add like some sad music or happy music, like falling in love type of music to the back of this. Alina, note that. <laughs> okay. On the list of things a single woman shouldn't do, meeting an internet stranger outside a hotel at 11 p.m. falls somewhere towards the top. Flying to Switzerland to see them two months later is a close second. But something about bleep. I'm just going to censor names just for censors sensory's sake sensory deprivation uh but something about bleep made me want to throw the rule book outside the window and then for safety measure drive over it a few times which is what got me here seat 25a on a flight from jfk to gva breaking all the rules in my book rule number one never go on a first date on valentine's day even if you meet up long after the lovers have cleared the streets Romance will linger in the air like perfume. Before you know it, your 30-minute stroll will turn into a three-hour tour of the city. Suddenly, the town you grew up in is marked with memories of a stranger. You'll cover the city in captivating conversations, and you won't be able to resist his offer to watch bad horror movies until the sun rises. So, maybe wait until the 15th for your first date, because it's best to keep your guard up on Valentine's. The worst thing that might happen is you meet someone who makes every other Valentine's pale in comparison. Next thing you know, they make other suitors pale in comparison. And you notice yourself doing weird things like defending the end of Game of Thrones and researching China's plan for their Olympic halfpipe. Things you've never done before. Things that require a new rule. Rule number two. Don't drive in a snowstorm to see him a second time. That is unless you want to get snowed in with him and have to spend all night swapping stories like currency. You'll tell him about the time you performed on Super Talent. And he'll one up you about the time he slept with a BBC actress. And then you'll spend a week wondering if you and Phoebe Waller-Bridge have him in common. And after a few dates of asking every question that pops in your head, you'll be surprised to find out there's still more you want to know. 
Like what song always makes him cry? Or how many seven-year-olds does he think he could fight? Six, but leave one survivor to tell the tale. Turns out, the questions will never stop coming. You don't need the Valentine's air or the snowstorm's captivity to keep you wanting more. Because there's the obvious. The curve of his lips after a good joke, his resurrecting pulse for life, and his commitment to all-night cuddles. And then there's a less obvious. His stories and how diplomatic he gets when deflecting details. The way he creates so effortlessly from video to drawings and then downplays them as doodles. How often he talks about his niece and the two daughters he'd like to have one day. You'll especially like it when he calls you Weapon, as if the standard pet names don't satisfy him. You'll like so much of him, you'll wonder if there's anything left to like yourself with. He likes you. That was made clear the night he spent two hours watching all of your TikToks just so he could, quote, better understand your intellect. But his career is his life, and it will always come first. And how can you blame him? If you had your dream job, too, you would treat it the same way. You're not, you're not the only girl he's disappointed with this news. He left his first big love in Australia because he couldn't bear to spend a lifetime putting her second. He confessed his love in a letter that he keeps in his camera case while he travels the world. You like to think you're special and that the rules don't apply to you, which is why number three is the most important. Rule number three, don't get attached. Remember what he told you in the snowstorm and by the fire and over FaceTime. He can't invest in you, won't invest in you. The most Swiss thing about him is his neutrality on dating you. So don't be confused when he FaceTimes you out of the blue or compliments you until you're red. Don't read into it when he tells you he's never talked with someone the way you two talk. And certainly don't let the intimacy get to your head. That's just the fiery passion of two acquaintances. His priorities don't lie between the sheets with you. If you're still feeling a gravitational pull to him, remember that he owes you a Tupperware, a team jacket, and season one a fleabag. None of those things matter to you, but lie to yourself and say they do like the way you say he doesn't. Because the worst thing you can be is attached. See you soon, he'll say on your last morning together in America, so casually as if time and distance aren't rising with the sun. Maybe, you'll reply, doe-eyed and defenseless, no longer his weapon. No, we will. He'll answer matter-of-factly, laying the groundwork for another broken rule, another broken heart. Rule number four. Don't buy a ticket to Switzerland. Even the dark of the night flying over the Atlantic can't cloak your shining hope. Who are you trying to fool here? The man or the moon? How are you supposed to keep your expectations in check when you've made the Alps your backdrop? Then again, you don't want to miss the opportunity to date someone like him. You'd rather buy the ticket and be disappointed than sit at the crossroads of what if and what now. Some questions are worth 5,000 miles. Some lessons need 5,000 miles. So you'll meet in Stad under a full, all-knowing mood. Accompanied by a bottle of Don Julio, you'll sit on a balcony and bare your soul. He's opened a door you're afraid you can't shut, but you jam it with words until you have this letter. Rule number five, don't send him this letter. The least you can do is make him chocolate strawberries, tuft him a rug, and fly to Switzerland. The most you can do is send a letter written in the ink of insecurity. Sometimes you wish you could store all your feelings in a camera case so they're with you, but not in you. Maybe if you did that, seat 25A would be empty. But you know yourself better. You want more than a story to spill out at parties with your Don Julio. You want more time, more stolen smiles, more walks and more cities. Mainly, you just want him to want you enough to break his own rules. Okay, and this is where we will fade out of the music. <laughs>
Okay, there's a lot to unpack here. Truly a whole suitcase. More luggage than I actually took to Switzerland because I only took a carry-on. Budget cuts. Thanks, Delta. Nah, just kidding. Delta is actually pretty good at that stuff. But I did really only take a carry-on and I was there a month and I saw him for like three days of that month. So, you know, that was kind of disappointing. Not to lie, not to lie. Uh, Where do we begin? I'm sure you have many questions. But first, let me give you a moment to let that beautiful writing sink in. (laughs) Because honestly, I'm very proud of that article. One of my favorite lines is, the most Swiss thing about him is his neutrality on dating you. (laughs) Stroking my ego with that line, I think it's so good. Also the line, his priorities don't lie between the sheets with you. Woo, okay. Or uh, so casually as if time and distance aren't rising with the sun. Okay, now I'm just really stroking my own ego. And, And I deserve that because this kid broke me down. Or better said, I perhaps allowed him to break me down. I don't know. It doesn't really matter anymore because I'm very happy and I've grown a lot from the experience. But this is where things get juicy, you guys. So juicy. Juicier than anything my childhood diaries could provide you, truly. So you're welcome. Uh, A few weeks ago, I get a DM and a girl tells me that she dated this guy same time as me. Both in Switzerland and in Salt Lake, like fully similar timelines. And she lets me know that there's others out there. We don't know how many there are, truthfully. Honestly, when I got this news, I was on cloud nine because this person made me feel like I was the worst person in the world and that I had done something horrible. And even though I didn't know what it was that I had done so horribly, I I did believe for a while. So oddly, getting this new intel that this person was seeing multiple, multiple, multiple women at the same time and saying how great we all were and how we're the only ones he's facetiming and blah 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 uh made me feel good it made me just it it honestly it made me feel good there's sean freud i don't know if that's actually the correct feeling because it's sean freud kind of at myself uh <laughs> but no I, what was more funny is finding that out and then going back to this article and reading stuff where it's like uh how diplomatic he gets when he's deflecting details yeah girl he's deflecting details because he doesn't want you to know that he's sleeping with 16 other chicks allegedly allegedly let's not get this in the wrong hands you know what i mean i have like 10 listeners to this podcast so i'm not too worried but you know allegedly Also, the fact that I closed off this article saying, mainly you just want him to want you enough to break his own rules. When, in reality, I just wanted him to be honest. (laughs) The bar is so low, so low, so low. Although, side note, I will take a moment to express that I'm in a very happy, healthy relationship. And it's much easier to laugh about all of this now. When in the moment, like, this did quite a number on me. So thank goodness for my gossip doctor, am I right? I saw someone on Twitter call their therapist a gossip doctor and I'm keeping that. I'm adding that to the vernacular. I like that one and I also do like when people refer to God as Sky Daddy. I'm not trying to say it as a way to like piss people off and I don't even think of it as 
like sacrilegious I, I just think it's like fun and I think if, you know I think God has a sense of humor he'd be into calling himself sky daddy yeah at least the God I believe in who also loves gays okay I'm getting really <laughs> tangential in conclusion uh the rule book are great rules really number one never go on a first date on valentine's day two don't drive in a snowstorm to see him a second time i mean niche rule but i think it could stay probably just don't drive in snowstorms for some d that's just probably overall good rule uh three don't get attached now that's a little and eh, you know that's showing my anxious attachment style maybe reassess that rule alina four don't buy a ticket to switzerland in in this circumstance and five don't send him this letter i did i actually did when when i was out in switzerland uh, i made some changes since then kind of pimped it up a little bit but i did send the letter so nothing good came of it nothing good too many cooks actually i take it back i made some pretty fire tiktoks when i was in switzerland anyway that was a whole year and a half ago that was so 2021 am i right Ugh. <laughs> And if by some weird world this person finds this, listen to the podcast, I would say, like, I do genuinely wish them the best. I think they're doing bad things, but I believe people can change. Not for me. Ugh, goodness, no. But, you know, people can change, probably. That's it for this year's podcast episode of Read and Beep. Just kidding. I, I really do want to get back into this. I've got to figure out a, kind of a new structure because like I said, not by my childhood diaries, but I've got plenty of writings on my Google Drive. Maybe we just slowly make through my Google Drive writings, you know, old modern love essays, weird poems. I could give Teddy talks without the visual PowerPoint, but I don't know. That's kind of not that fun. Uh, give me your thoughts. All 10 of you, especially you, Hannah. Love when you listen. Congrats on the new baby. Number three, Woo, you go girl. And for the rest of you, if you haven't already, like and subscribe because that's what I'm supposed to tell you to do. Those are the rules and I'll see you all when I see you. <laughs> Love you. Bye.